Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm Alex Escher, the CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gozer, founder of Herbert Gozer Digital. Now, Herbert and I were having a really fun conversation, quite honestly, feeling probably a little bit older than we think we should feel. Uh, why? Because we were talking about TikTok. And we mm. were like, man, we do not know enough about this, this uh, amazing platform. I don't actually know how many million people are on it, but is it billions now? I don't even know. It's, <laughs> it is a stupid it's number a of people um, <laughs> that are on this, uh, this platform. And I was talking to Lizzie. Lizzie Tossel is on the marketing team at LearnCube. And she had some really great insights into how TikTok works and also how language school owners and tutoring company owners can really leverage this platform. Why? Because probably most of their customer base is on this, particularly if, you're, if your target base is teens. It makes a lot of sense to be open to the same communication platform that they're using. Yeah. So, Lizzie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Excellent. Now, we've got a, a few kind of questions that we were going to go through today. But look, let's just start with the basics. You know, what is TikTok for a start? Well, I think that TikTok should be seen as just kind of any other social media or platform that you can utilize to kind of push your videos, push what you're interested in, share your content, build a following. So just like lots of businesses are now using Instagram, YouTube, all those things is commonplace. TikTok should just be seen as another one of those platforms. Whereas I think it has a bit of a rep reputation as a kind of kids app, dancing app, not a very serious app. And I think, you know, the perception definitely needs to change because it is a platform that is really useful. Yeah, those are totally the myths that I think Herbert and I shared, or at least somewhat shared at the beginning. Um, there was definitely the sense that it was for the for the young only. And so, what what is untrue about this? So, tell us what. How does TikTok? Uh, first of all, it's not just for teens. Who else is it for? Then, like, what what is the other kind of content that would be useful if you're not of that that generation? I think it, it sounds cliche, but TikTok really is for everyone. I think one of the, dare I say it, benefits to have come out of the whole pandemic and lockdown is that very much before um, the pandemic and the lockdown, and I think maybe a few years before that, it used to be this app called Musical.ly, which I don't know anything about, and definitely like a lot of people younger than me used to use it. And then it got taken over by TikTok, turned into TikTok. And then during the lockdown, um, a lot of creators... Uh, that found themselves out of their normal job, um, you know, whether that be teaching, chefing, um, I don't know, dancing, all these things, then turned TikTok as kind of a platform to start sharing their profession and what they were good at. And then they kind of started teaching that way and it massively snowballed into this app that now loads of people use, people used to teach, people used to learn, um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's also kind of wise when I think about it, like when I just sort of grew up, well, at least when I was at university, was using, I was using Facebook. And the way that we use Facebook in the first year or two is probably quite different to the way we use Facebook now. So we also have to assume that TikTok is also going through its own journey. And actually, if that was accelerated by several years during the pandemic, then again, we're probably going to see a different TikTok even in another year 
compared to what we're experiencing now. Do you think that that's true, Lizzie, or, or what? And what what kind of gives you some sense that 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 would be true if it is? I would say that yeah, TikTok is very much overtaking Instagram and getting to that place now where if you do have a business, you want to be hopping mm. on that platform and making the most of it whilst mm. you can still kind of have organic growth. I think they've just brought in the feature where you can start to pay to promote yourself, start to promote your page. But there still is a lot of kind of organic following and getting your videos to the top if you have that right content for the audience that's on there. Um, but definitely there are signs that it's kind of going the same way as Instagram in terms of being the big platform people are going to be using to learning stuff. They've got kind of the verified blue tick now. So, you know, if you're a big business or big creators and you get that big enough following, you can get recognized and they boost you up, up and there's adverts and yeah, there's just loads of people using it and they're really starting to kind of sort it out and turn it into a kind of, I guess, more of a business style platform. Actually make monetize the platform. Um, that's definitely in the last two years. Uh, the when they released ads uh, on TikTok, it's uh, it's exploded um, now, especially in the last year. A lot of businesses are advertising on TikTok. Herbert, actually, I think you could speak to this better than anyone in that like a lot of organic growth in other channels has pretty much evaporated. So when you just said organic growth, Lizzie, I was like, wow, why didn't I think about that? Because it's really true. Like you get so little organic growth in almost all of the other mature channels, whereas this is finally possibly an actual free advertising tool. Yeah. Um, in its truer sense, because again, posting on Facebook right now on a page almost gets you no views. Uh, whereas TikTok, uh, you know, even when you think of it in terms of return on investment, it might just be your time that you're getting that return on. So it could be really interesting. Fantastic. Um, Lizzie, why don't you take us through a little bit more about how to use it? Like what's the, I think it'll be hard for people to visualize, but you kind of mentioned that, tell us actually, what would you suggest people do to navigate their way around TikTok and, and kind of what they can see and how the search functionality works and how things are categorized? Yeah, I think it can be really daunting when you've got already a load of social media and people are saying, hey, get another one. And it's like another thing to kind of get your head around learning how to log in and use. Uh, but TikTok is really simple. I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons it appeals to so many people. Um, the main kind of feature that sets it aside from, say, Facebook or Instagram feeds is it's kind of for you page. Mm -hmm. So I think as soon as you open the app, you have the opportunity to kind of create or log in. Um, to an account or you can just go straight to the for you page where I think at first if you open the app you know never having used TikTok before you will get so many random videos you know dancing dogs someone gardening someone cooking um, you know the classic teenagers singing and lip syncing but it's got a really kind of clever algorithm I think so the more you search for what you're interested in the more that your for you page because it's called your for you page mm -hmm. will show you content that you're actually interested in and then obviously you can create an account and you can follow people and you can kind of easily switch between a following page and a for you page so you can make sure that you're just looking at content that you're interested in and that kind of appeals to you lizzie part of my brain is thinking hey actually that's really clever like when we started with facebook i never thought that there was an algorithm figuring out what i'm interested in and then showing me that content and even with youtube you know like same thing but if you're kind of wanting to know like content about languages 
just start training the algorithm. That's all I'm interested in. So if you don't Mm. want to show you a whole bunch of dancing dogs, keep on clicking on the, how do you learn, you know, these, these five verbs or this kind of grammar topic or or whatever it is, you're actually going to train the tool to be the tool that it should be for you rather than just being a victim of whatever random content it decides that might be interesting for you. So we've, so we've now got this uh, for you page with this following that, that, we're, that we're using. What are the ground rules with TikTok? You know, what's the, if, if I think of Facebook again, like it's the reason I, I, I return to is I know that a lot of the listeners here will, will come from like, oh, I understand Facebook. I kind of get what the ground rules are that, you know, it's for these kind of posts. It's not, you know, I won't get any interactions or, it won't be very good if I kind of say this sort of stuff on this platform. Like, what are the ground rules? Uh, I think when it comes to ground rules, kind of going from Facebook to TikTok might feel a bit like stepping out a country park and into a jungle in that there is <laughs> so much content there just constantly to be scrolled through. Um, I would kind of probably recommend making an account if you want to kind of get stuff in order and not just be completely phased by the content that you're seeing. Uh, obviously in Facebook, you connect, you connect to your friends and you connect to people and you follow people and that's what you see on your newsfeed. Whereas in TikTok, you will suddenly just get a load of random stuff. So I think be prepared for that. And then you also have the option to say that you're not interested in stuff. So just remember that if you start being shown loads of videos that of stuff you're not interested in, you can hold down and click, I'm not interested in this. Mm. So you can kind of have a bit of sway before the algorithm learns what you like. You can kind of speed up that process by saying, no, I don't want to look at this. And then searching kind of really easily in the search bar for what you do want to look at. Um, but yeah, it can be a bit random, a bit overwhelming when, when you first log in, I think. So you've got to train that puppy. Yeah. But I think, uh, Alex, in terms of like the the, the type of content um, you actually post, it, it is a bit different to, to like Facebook and Instagram, where I think, you know, those two platforms feel like it's more curated, it's, it's very well planned out, it's uh, um, some oftentimes promotional, and mm-hmm. that that just doesn't fly on, on TikTok. You know, it, this is a, a platform where the more unfiltered, the more kind of anti-aesthetic and authentic you are, the better. Um, So it's got to look unpolished and not highly edited and definitely not promotional. You know, this is not where you are promoting, oh, you know, we have a course starting uh, next week or uh, here's a a discount code for for, for a tutoring lesson. Um, Yeah. I mean, already that is like amazing. That's a huge thing. You could just imagine, (laughs) oh, I'm going to do TikTok. Hey guys, I've got another promo code for you. And you're like, why am I not getting anybody into these courses? Mm. Um, so that's great. Lizzie, what do you think in terms of, you've also probably checked out some of, um, you know, looked at tutors and language teachers that have been on TikTok and, and probably, is there a way you can actually see the views or is there some way to kind of see, you know, who might be popular and not? Because that also gives us an indication of success. So on the videos, you can see kind of how many people have, have viewed them how many likes they have um all that all that kind of thing uh and then you can see how many people follow them how many likes their videos have gone um so you know if you wanted to to look at duolingo or Babbel or you know these kind of language companies you can click on their page and you can see 
the overall number of likes that all of their videos have got so millions or billions <laughs> or whatever and then you can see how many followers they have and then you can kind of like um, when you click on someone's Instagram you can mm -hmm. then see all the videos and you can also pin um, you know their most popular videos or the best videos at the top of your profile so that people can watch those first. Um, okay so that's also an interesting one Herbert my brain's also thinking like if I wanted to train myself on TikTok mm -hmm. I might go through people that I know are successful and then create almost this curated like almost like a uh, like a Pinterest kind of is that how it works Lizzie like I can kind of almost create these are this is my hit list and I can keep on referring to that like hey that's the standard I want to get to that's what people really re resonate with is would that be fair or is that a way of, is there a way of doing that do you think was it yeah I think so. so you can you know you can go choose who you want to follow um you know if, if you have specific people because mm -hmm. chances are that you know big creators and and companies or businesses that you're interested in if they have a Instagram or Facebook and you know other social media they'll probably have TikTok or they should have TikTok now um so you can go to their TikTok and and follow that and then like yeah that'll be on your following page so you can scroll down and see how they're using the trends mm -hmm. I think that's a really important part of TikTok is trends can come from nowhere a trend could come from someone and their dancing dog but then it could be used over a video that that um you know like a serious creator is trying to promote just because that's kind of what the algorithm will pick up and put on people's for you page so you get more more views by using you know a trending song or a trending sound even if it has nothing to do with your video I think that would be my biggest tip oh for this kind of bit and thinking about how to get started and and how to kind of curate good videos is just to kind of try and see what trends what's trending it sounds weird but what you what sound or song lots of popular videos are getting and then just use that on your videos even if it has nothing to do with um your actual content so it's kind yeah. of like um yeah i was just thinking it's sort of sorry words escaped me i'll pass on to you here while i think no, I was just uh, wanting to say, um, so there is a search bar on TikTok and uh, and one thing you could do is just type in learn English, learn German, Spanish school, Spain, uh, and then you'll get all of the, uh, you know, kind of posts that are popular, that are trending, and you'll be able to see how many likes and, and, and comments they're getting. And obviously, the more comments, then kind of you can uh, get inspiration and model off of what is already working. And so you don't really need to reinvent the wheel here on TikTok. Uh, you know, you're not trying to come up with the next trend. Uh, that's impossible. Uh, you need to piggyback off of what's already trending, whether that be a song um, and making that relevant to, uh, you know, lang language learning or tutoring. So it's like, yeah, sorry, what I was thinking was it's like these in-jokes, right? So TikTok and what do you call people on TikTok? TikTokers? TikTokers or yeah, TikTokers. <laughs> yeah, TikTokers. Is it like TikTokers will effectively reward you for being like part of the in crowd and knowing kind of what's what? Is that kind of what I'm getting from you? Like if I'm using, let's say I'm I'm wanting to teach some kind of five verbs that as you say, the in joke or that the in thing is this particular music track, setting it to that track will be much more likely to be effective than me just doing it to a different song entirely. Is that what you kind of, you think as well, Lizzie? 
Yeah, so for example, um, the the new season of Stranger Things has just come out. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have watched it. And yeah. in Stranger Things, they use a song from Kate Bush, uh, Running Up oh, That yeah. Hill, obviously came out in the 70s. Yeah. And now it's completely so taken fun. everything else by, <laughs> by storm. I think it was like number one in the UK like last <laughs> week or something, which is crazy. It's broken like three records. And I genuinely think part of the, re- you know, maybe part of the reason it's got so popular or this has helped it get popular, I don't know, is that it's a really trending TikTok sound. So now if you put any video with like a 10 second clip of that Kate Bush song, Mm -hmm. your video is much more likely to be shown on the For You page and people will see it maybe, you know, like so much more likely than just doing your own piano soundtrack or something. That's amazing. Crazy. (laughs) <laughs> how do you get this by the way so and again asking quite a practical question okay let's say that there's this popular soundtrack how do i literally record that do i have to get it playing in my speakers i've got the phone in front of me uh, sorry this is a silly question maybe <laughs> and there's a tiktok has loads and loads of of sounds um and the trending sounds already in the app so when you create your video you can click add sound and it gives you loads of options and you can search um so if i knew that i wanted to put that trending song on i just search it type in you know the name of the song or the songwriter and it would come up and it just automatically adds it to your video and it can automatically sync to your video as well which is quite cool such a good tip that is brilliant okay i feel like i'm definitely getting some better understanding uh, I'm going to take us back to like, again, what are we here for? You know, people listening in are interested in how can they make the most of TikTok for their own business? Um, we've kind of talked about some of the benefits. Maybe do you want to dig into some of these a bit better? You've really discussed this idea of how easy it is to consume these, these TikTok videos. What would you use those for? Like, what's the main benefit then? I think it's kind of similar to to you know why would you put stuff on YouTube? Mm-hmm. It's to kind of educate your audience, get and get people to to watch it. Um, yeah. But I think the the benefit of TikTok over YouTube is that to watch your videos on YouTube, someone would have to search up your company, search up your page, mm-hmm. and choose the video to watch. Whereas if you manage to kind of time it right um, with the right hashtags, because you can use hashtags kind of like mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, for like Herbert was saying, when people search in um, Learn German and it comes up with videos that might have hashtag Learn German, someone would then see your video. But also, yeah, if you time it right and you get the right song or the right background or whatever, it might come up on people's pages anyway that are interested in your content without them having to search for it. Mm. So you're, you know, getting your, these small, like easily consumed bits of content, people are going to be watching them maybe without even searching for it. And then because mm. they're small and they're easily consumed and they're informative, if you're, you know, a language or a tutoring company, it's good content, then they might follow you that way. So yeah, I think that's the benefit we have over YouTube or something is that, you know, they're small, they're really easily consumed and they'll be pushed to people without you actually having to try, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess a faster way to increase brand awareness. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think one of the benefits seems because it's so unfiltered, as you say, it's not hard to create these little mini posts, right? So you can, and if you think of it like an experiment, you can run dozens of experiments a week and being okay with the fact that you're not trying to be the most popular person in the world. You're just trying to learn 
hey, how do I kind of navigate this, as you call it, jungle um, and, and kind of find your way and being okay with the fact that, yeah, some posts are going to flop, uh, but at least you'll know what, what which ones don't, you know, do and don't. Um, is there a way of actually finding prospects or is it more attracting people to the brand, do you think, Lizzie? Um, I think there's definitely a way of, of finding prospects. You know, definitely, I guess, prospects are people that are interested in your business mm-hmm. and likely to want to you know, either invest in your business or have some other meaningful interaction with your business. So I think you can, if you search for you know videos that are like yours created that are like who you want to be or like you and you see people interacting with their posts and their following it's very likely that these people would also interact Mm. and be interested in in your content as well so I think you know there's that cross-pollination of very similar creators that are out there and easily being able to see everything that they've put out there um, as a direct competitor rather than their prospect if that makes sense yep makes a lot of sense I I am I wonder if one of my myths as well is like, while I understood that this is not only for young people, I guess one of the myths that I have where I'm trying to get in my head and is let's say for tutoring business, a lot of tutors are trying to obviously find more students. Theoretically students could be on TikTok, but actually the buyer is the parent. Uh, Herbert, I don't know, how would you think about this as a marketer? Um, what am I missing? Like, where, where, where do you think, what, which market's going to be the most uh, able to leverage TikTok and TikTok is, as kind of there as the end customer in a way? Right. I mean, sure. I mean, we, we talked about language schools or tutoring businesses mm-hmm. with a the, with the younger age demographic. I mean, uh, Again, what is young? Are we talking Mm. like under 13, under 18? Mm. Um, I think uh, for, you know, 18 plus, uh, it's it's a great way to get brand awareness with, okay, not necessarily the the people who are going to pay for the course, but Mm. still they they have some sway, you know, when they're a little older. Mm. Now, if you're targeting, you know, 13 year olds, 12 year olds, then, you know, you really need to target the parents rather than Mm. the the um, the end user. What do you think, Lizzie? I think that's a very, very interesting point. Um, I don't know. I do think it's a matter of time until parents will be on TikTok in the playground as they wait for their kids. But, you know, maybe we haven't reached that yet. But mm. maybe that's all the more reason to get your TikTok platform up and going now so that in a few years' time, just like Facebook, when it becomes more mainstream with the mm. older generation, such as parents, you'll already have a big platform mm. that they will go on and say and see you know i'm looking for something or some a business to invest in for tutoring my child oh you know here's a really established tutoring or language business on tiktok i can see all the pinned videos that t- shows me what they teach i can see the links to this the links to that and yeah so I, I don't think that's an issue but it's definitely an interesting point maybe it's not there right now but i think yeah. it definitely will be there in the future I think that's such a good point, though, Lizzie, is that you're setting yourself up for this. this you're building, you're, you're, you're planting a tree, right? You know? yeah. And that means that the benefits might not be this quarter, mm. uh, but you could very much imagine that a, a tree you know, that you've, you've planted now is going to really bear that fruit, say, next year and certainly in the years to come. And you just have that edge mm. over all of your other kind of competitors that are trying to quickly understand how to leverage TikTok like it. 
I think that's one thing I'm really taking away from this, Lizzie, is this kind of concept of even if I don't think it's important now, there's an importance in me understanding this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I kind of, it reminds me actually of my parents on Facebook, and I'm sure all of us have a slightly embarrassing story of our parents when they first got their hands on Facebook is like, they did a whole bunch of things. I was like, I would never post that on Facebook. And I wonder if I would do the same thing on TikTok unless I start building some experience now. What would you say, Lizzie? I uh, see. I think this kind of just ties back to to what Herb was saying about the need for authenticity. You know, you might put out a video that you think is you think is cool, um, and then it actually comes across not you personally, but someone might yeah. put out a video that they think is cool, and then it comes across as really kind of I don't know, dorky or a bit stupid. But yeah. you know, people might actually just latch onto that, and then you skyrocket to being a sensational TikTok star. Like you, you have no idea what is gonna. Yeah kind of pop off um okay. as Zeb would say and do well so I just think it yeah it's so worth it because it doesn't matter what you're putting out there because there is no kind of rhyme or reason as to what becomes a trend really yeah. it could be so just yeah there wouldn't be no one should be scared they should just go it can literally it. be any like seriously yeah. literally be anything like <laughs> so just you, you just got to test it out and uh and, and, and try it and uh, not uh, a lot Don't of it won't it, work, but um, you never know. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like just like I was going to ask like what not to do, but I think that was a much better point is like, don't worry about what not to do. Just mm. try it. And <laughs> either people or other or, or the algorithms will tell you that, yeah, that's not that's not going to work. And then you have to try something different by the sounds. Um, so this might be a good point, uh, a place to stop um this has been so good actually lizzie so thanks so much for uh, jumping on the, the call with herbert and i um just to, to round out this uh this podcast lizzie we're actually going to be doing a webinar with you as well on tiktok uh for language and tutoring businesses that's coming up uh we're going to be dating this but it's going to be coming up later this month in july so make sure you uh, check it out. Um, you'll find us more, uh, find out more on, at LearnCube, www.learncube.com. And you can also always ask our support team if you can't find the link. Um, Herbert, where can people find you? Sure. Uh, they can find us at herbertgerzer.com. Excellent. And also, if you're wanting just to stay in touch with Get More Students in a more kind of community level, we have the Get More Students community at getmorestudents.org, where we try and provide a a supportive community to help you with ideas, inspiration, motivation, and now a community of like-minded people to help you with your marketing and uh, business growth. So take it, take it easy. And thanks very much for listening. Bye Catch now. You next time. Bye.